Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog. An ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This, this is Poog. Today's topic, loosely speaking, solutions, solutions. Moldavite, farmer's market. I'm wildly trying to record. Sort of miss it. Sorry. What was that, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying we have to keep the product, t- we have to keep the product tight. We yes. had a huge year with Poog. Yes. And and I mean I'll repeat to the to the hags what I just said to you, which is I have a new mm-hmm. setup today. I can mm-hmm. now sit the last several episodes. I've been crouching <laughs> over the microphone, angry. It's it's affected the product. It's <laughs> the affected my ability to flow. It's affected joy levels. The listeners don't know I've been in a full back bend for every recording. We've been contorted. That's a little joke. And by the way, we have to tell everyone it's New Year's Eve. So this is quite, oh, yeah. we're recording Eve New Year's Eve, New Year. Eve of the New Year, very loaded. Um, yesterday oh, was, of course, an unimaginable pit of despair. Um, two days of pouring rain in Los Angeles. It was, re- I hadn't had a good, like deep throated sob in a while. Mm. And to be, so two things made me fully tip over the edge. The constant rain for two days, not setting foot outside. 
And then yesterday, the, the previous night, I had made this big pot of soup. It was an Allison mm. Roman recipe for this white bean. Um, it's truly a staple of mine. It's a white bean kale kind of spicy tomato mm. broth. It's it's really delicious, incredibly mm. easy to make. I made a huge pot of it. Tomato broth, you say? Yeah. You know I'm interested. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this has been great. I'm going to have a couple days. I'm going to read. I'm going to eat soup. I'm going to pray. Mm-hmm. I made the soup. I had a couple bowls. I spaced out and oh, I no, left no. the pot on the stove overnight. You woke up mornings and rotting I soup? woke up and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? My immediate, I refrigerated it and then my immediate impulse mm-hmm. was, it'll be fine, but I'm Googling and you know, there's chicken broth. You, you absolutely cannot eat it. You have to throw it oh, away. Really? It's really terrifying with, with the FDA, what they Why, say. though, if it's cooked? No, you no, know but I mean? listen to this. They say two hours it's left out, it goes. The two hours at room temperature <laughs> is long enough for murderous bacteria <laughs> to grow on the surface. It's so Ew. starting because, and this is something I, yeah, like, and yet it's people so are not easy. dying. I mean, I know, but are, I think chicken though, you have to be careful with chicken. Chicken's terrifying. And I, I, I won't even cook chicken in my home because I have so much fear. Around I have it. a lot of fear on chicken as, as well. I mean, I don't really around cook cooking meat, a full chicken in my home. It's like oh, cooking a full chicken terrifies me less the Less. pieces of it and the tendons and the bones sliding around and you have to have, you have to basically enact surgery. You have to have a completely sanitized area. I'm like, I don't have an island in my kitchen. I don't have a separate area as I can designate for meat preparation. So if I'm cooking chicken, I'm going, the raw chicken juice is going to be essentially. Yeah, I do it like in the sink. I'm like. Everywhere. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, you know, not a lot of counter space, you know, at all. Or like in the past when I had zero, literally not a stitch of it. I mean, literally zero. Sink yeah. connects to stove. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, uh, not three oh, inches. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. guess technically three inches between the, anyway, but yeah, I, I would have to sort of make it all happen in the sink. So it would almost be like put a plate in there, handle the, the chicken in there, mm. wash my hands. Yeah. Use an excess of paper towels and just get Ugh. it all down the drain. Ugh. But yeah, it's, um, I've ordered in a, a shredded chicken and a con- pre, you know, pre-cooked shredded chicken occasionally. Of course. But it tends to be dry. Oh yeah, I know. And you, you want to shred it at home. Let's get real. I mean, it's not going to arrive wet. How good? Wet, moist shredded chicken is, is euphoric. But mm. anyway, so the soup was ruined. There was so much rain and normally I really enjoy the rain because it feels so exotic for Los Angeles. But yeah. Anyway, yesterday I had, I had some real sobbing, but it was fine. And I tried to turn on, um, <laughs> media to distract me. And I thought, Mm -hmm. I thought the feature film Snowpiercer would take me away into, into cinema and into I'm shocked shocked you turned on Snowpiercer. The film, which I have not really enjoyed it. No, I hear it's fantastic. With the train, right? Yes, yes, yes. And dystopian um, train. I, I really can't wait to watch it. But then I, two minutes in was like, I'm so distracted by the despair. I can't. But I climbed out and the sun was shining today and I went for a walk and I texted you, Jacqueline, yesterday because for the first time in months, I actually exercised. It has been months oh, since yeah. I did my, my Melissa Wood Health Poga, right. as I call it. She does not call it that. That's what I call it, right. Pilates Yoga Blend. And today I went on a, on a walk and did some deep journaling. You know, the walk, the promise of the walk um, to make oneself feel better, I feel like it's disappointed me so many times. Really? That... Yeah, that at this point, you know, the suggestion of going for a nice walk or whatever is so loaded with that it it almost equals disappointment. It's like, oh, now I know that it it happens enough that there is a benefit 
Yeah, I'm religious about the walk and and it does actually lift me. I mean, I think it, at times it lifts me, but I think it's mostly about, you know, going from being inside to outside. I mean, duh, Jesus woman. Um, <laughs> no. I think it's about um, just really taking my time <laughs> leading people through obviousness. <laughs> Signature move. <laughs> I try to make the obvious feel new again. I'm just looking at my now unlit desktop Christmas tree. What do you think about the, you know, how long can Christmas decorations remain after Christmas Forever. Day? Forever. I, mean, I grew up, my, right. in my house, it was always the laugh of the neighborhood um, because we would have our Christmas tree up. I'm not joking. I'm going to ask my mom. Yeah. I'll fact check this, but I believe once it was in there in February. Like, I feel oh, like. that's not, I like, thought you were going to say July. Okay. I mean. I feel like one time we became like a Valentine's. Yeah. Christmas tree. Oh, right. Because it's. It's wonderful. And to have a, a tree in your house, it smells fabulous and the lights. I mean, it's glorious. Well, I guess a lot of people, right, if it's a, a true tree, it will get brittle and brown and the leaves will fall off. If it's artificial, I mean, that's, that's again, you know this, but why I love Los Angeles. We make dreams happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Through illusion. Like we're not afraid. No. And I say we as a recent, you know, uh, Los Angeles, you know, Angelino as <laughs> No, we tell stories with images. We believe that through the power of imagery, the power... You know, we create. We create stories. Like, you know, the production designer's Halloween decorations, you know, that you just roll past on a street and you just see absolute magic. But I'm staring at it. And recently what I've allowed is this idea of what are the 12 days of Christmas? Are they... Oh, I always forget. Do they start with Christmas Day or are they... I thought the last day was Christmas. I know. That's kind of what I always assumed. On the 12th day of Christmas, it's Christmas? But I'm not sure. That's nice. I always forget about that, that Christmas can be durational in a calendrical sense, not just commercially. Um, yes. Speaking of Christmas, uh, <laughs> speaking of Christmas, I wanted to shout out, no, but truly, we got a couple really nice gifts, which is Adam Selman sent us some beautiful pieces. Oh my God. So I want to really do a shout out today. I was actually doing... I'm actually wearing the pants right now. I was just wearing them. I was doing my welcome back to civilization. The rain's gone. I can now walk. You know, New Year's, I did my New Year's Eve walk in, in some leopard leggings that I love. And then within moments, my period was activated. Oh, wow. Like 10 steps from my door. And had there been even 30 more seconds. Oh, right through the pants? The Selmans would have been ruined. Not ruined, but yeah. And it was like, I caught it instantly. They're, Did you so immediately soak in cold water? No, no, they're perfect. It didn't happen. Oh, But it was sorry. about to, okay. like, as I was approaching my door, it felt, you know, euphoric. God, the extent to which I feel like a hero if I remove something stained and soak it or whatever immediately. I spilled something all over this white robe. And I took action. I literally... <gasps> the robe? The robe? The white lotus robe? Hmm? The white lotus robe? No, I gave that to my tour manager. Wow. I, my, my, my bag was so stuffed that like, like my suitcases from New York that I just was like, I cannot add this to the bunch. And... Um, Exquisite gift. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, casually given gift. Hey, you want this? It's always nice. You want this absolute a incredible thing? A midday. Hey, yeah. would you want this? I mean, it's like that time you got, what did you get? The SK, SK, uh, two. Someone casually oh, was yeah. like, I'm not into this. Are you? And you're like, yeah. And, no, and I almost tried trembling. to relax. Like I didn't lunge at it with so much force. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Terrified she would take it back instantly. No, it's like 
this whole thing of like at the estate sale or whatever, like acting like you don't know that the <laughs> toy is actually worth a shit ton on eBay. And said, so yeah, like, my yeah. son just loves vintage Daffy Duck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like how much is know, this? Yeah. Yeah. Five, was five bucks. Okay. Ten Praying bucks? not to tip, tip them off. off. I know. I feel like my, my energy today is almost you feel it, right? I'm like, I feel like I, it's actually counteractive to Poog. No, like I have this little, I made this little list of some things I wanted so I wouldn't forget. And I never right. do Poog with a list and I can already feel it's completely, you know, that what you do by force, you destroy. <laughs> right. And so it's like, here I am with my little list going, this is being great. I'm really going to be on top of it because in the last few days I've been overwhelmed with my ADD and the way in which yeah. it is chipping away at some of the most important elements of my life. Um, and enough is enough. I texted my therapist, like, what is the ADD book that I need to read? And she right. sent me, God damn, driven by distraction. No. Or driven to distraction, driven to distraction. It's, yeah. and, and that was on my mother's like, nightstand like, my whole it. life. And she yeah. was unable to read it due to her ADD. Yeah. And so I have like the first edition. It's like sepia toned, tea stained. Yeah. In the eighties or the nineties. Yes. <laughs> Why would I age myself up? And, uh, but I guess I'll read it, but there's a new edition. And then even that just got me, I was like, cool. Do I read the version I have? Or is it going to be so dated that I get false information? Like, is the new, yeah. do I have well, to get the new edition? there's a lot of research. Exactly. So I have to get the new edition, but I have ADD on my list as well. Yeah. ADD is really, I, uh, enough is enough. I just, I have to rehabilitate. I have to and it really hurts the the interrupting people things out of control. I need to, it's devastating to me. Like even I feel myself doing it to you on Poog or otherwise. And even we went live on Christmas and I was so distracted by the comments, which obviously is just mm. neurologically impossible to not be distracted by them. That's why these, you know, these phones are designed yeah. to, to do that. But um, yeah, I don't think I you just, interrupt me that much. I mean, really? I interrupt you constantly. So if anything, you know, I welcome it for that reason. It's like, you know, it's shared. The irritability, that's the other thing, like a main symptom of ADD, right, is the irritability. Right. And that, that that's, that's the interesting. worst. That's the absolute worst. Well, you know, the ADD path and the whole thing is, I mean, I spent years pursuing solutions and um, <laughs> reading different books. I mean, literally, I was like walking on... You should have a oh, book. Random. I just thought, I just had a huge idea for you to interrupt you. Your what? next book after this book should be called Solutions. You know, it's so funny because like I was thinking about that recently and I was almost imagining I was talking about it on Poog because I was, I was like, it's always, I'm always, I mean, and it's one of these classic things like, don't always have to provide a solution. Can't you just listen? I'm just trying to vent, you know, and I'm like, I'm right. like one of these men. You always hear about these husbands that always want to solve the problem. Just listen to me. Don't try to solve everything. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, but I could erase your negative feeling if I solve it for you. Let's right. just do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's just profound discomfort with the other person having negative emotions. Mm. My my mom always would jump to the extreme. You know, if you're like, well, I have this issue with da, 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 the band. We always refer to it as quit the band because she just go like, so quit the band. And you're like, mom. <laughs> Okay, you're like I'm. I'm just talking about. You some want of tools my... for staying in the band. What's that? You mean you want the tools to stay in the band? Yes, yes. The or solution. to consider it possibly, but just this this intense interruption of. So quit the band. 
end, it's like, you want this to end. You want this, this uncertainty to end. I struggle with certainty. Yeah. Just looking. Oh, I had a, I had a very, um, well, a couple of things. I had the most sort of obvious, the kind of first thought someone might have that leads them in, in the direction of self-improvement. Right. And I sort of had it anew, which you know, it was almost like the least sophisticated version of like self-betterment or something that occurred to me. And I was like, almost like, let's go back to basics. Are you ready for what it is? Yes. So here's the realization. So I was like lying there on the couch and, you know, feeling um, despondent about what I had not achieved that day. Right. Mm-hmm. And the unit of day to me is just, you know, this pushing a ball up a hill and then, or, you know, whatever, a rock up a hill and it slides back down in the night. And each, each day I, I relearn what life is some, maybe by 6 PM, you know what I mean? When it's too late. It's like, yeah. we've talked about this 51st dates. Okay. That movie. And, and the like, wisdom of, of Sisyphus is knowing okay, that it's so, gonna, yes. you know, the rock's going to tumble down on you. You know that. I mean, what is Sis- Sisyphus's life? Okay, if, and I don't have the, both of us, as you know, neither of us have ever been deeply called to gather information, um, even though we think we should, the myths. Yeah. Oh, every six months I wake up in a cold sweat. My knowledge of myths is shit. I proclaim to be curious in how the world works and how the mind works and how relationships work. Nary a myth myth reference, except for the most obvious. I know. I know. It's devastating. I was like, oh yeah, I know about Icarus. Barely. Oh, Narcissus. Barely. Like I I know one line. I'm like Daphne. Daphne's interesting actually. That's actually fresh to me. Like nothing comes to mind when you say that. Daphne is the one who like turns into a tree Mm. or she like is turning into a tree and she, I just have an image of this woman who's like hand is up and it's like starting to become a tree. And it's kind oh of God. this, God damn it. When was I reading this? Cause it was something really profound about kind of the romantic object or something. And Daphne is on the ground, but becoming a tree, like striving for the, the heavens kind of. And mm. okay, cool. Well, as usual, I've completely mangled given less than half of an idea and have to abandon it immediately. I have to find... No, I'm enjoying it. No, but I have to... I think it was that book I was reading called Soulmates. Oh, right. That Jungian... Yeah, I got that. It's sitting on the shelf. What the hell's his name? Thomas something. I mean, another... And it was fabulous. Of course, I loved it. I read like half of it and then just put it down. I have to pick it back up. Yeah, I I try to make peace with my books being, you know, the pile of books, not seeing them as these sort of unfinished, you know, mockeries of... um, not seeing every single one as as an as a, know, a mockery. artifact of me not knowing myself enough to know that I don't have the time to read whatever, but or it's like who cares? Like I try to see the books as it's just a monument this. to hope. Yes, yes. Like that's there what the stack next to the bed is. Like to me, I'm like that is is a monument to hope. It is a worthy attachment to this idea of the person I could be that I hope to be. No, I see it like, yeah. like I can see it as this deep and cold lake, like all the books next to me, you know, and no, I'm not fishing today necessarily, <laughs> Yeah, but, but it's full of fish, you know what I mean? Yes. And then, you know, it's full of fish and that allows me to like not eat fish on a given day. Cause like I'm at peace knowing they're there. I mean, I, I do think there's value in being surrounded by books, even if, um, well, I also think I books agree. just call to mind, uh, uh, the, sort of they hint at 
humanity existing for a long time, relatively, compared to our own existence. And I don't know, it's just like lives lived, lives lived, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like humanity through the through the ages. They suggest time. Yeah, and just and text. Effort. Hey, effort was made, so maybe you should try to. We have to go to break. All right, when we get back, I'm going to finish and finally say the thing I was going to say. Okay, great. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Babbel is convenient. Kate and I talk about it all the time. Love the way Babbel helps you for those quick real-world interactions. Like how to order food or ask for directions. How to have a decent conversation with a merchant. And who doesn't want to go on vacation? I know the language. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash poog. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash poog. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash poog. Rules and restrictions may apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys. 
the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. And we're back. What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. While well, I was setting up this idea, so I'm lying there. I'm reflecting on what, what I didn't achieve during the day. And, mm. you know, just exhausted by this, this being this, something I've dealt with since 12, you know, just like beating myself up at the end of the day and whatever. And I had this thought, which is like same thought I had in, and I see it in my journals in, in, in eighth grade, like this plan to almost like live the next day, like perfectly. Okay. Of course. Now, I feel like as a result of that, I learned that that sort of perfectionist thinking and all that kind of stuff is too rigid and it only leads to depression and, you know, you collapsing and and just, you know, doing nothing and all that kind of stuff. And this, no, no, there should be this balance and whatever, whatever. Right. And it's like, but then like I (laughs) realized the other day, I was like, well, what if I just, oh yeah, here's what it was. Are you ready? I was like, what if like tomorrow? I go for it. Okay. Like it's, it's like, I haven't gone for it in so many years. Yeah. Okay. The, the classic, like live the day as, as I would like to live it if I felt I had the ability to, right. Right. To do all the things that I would love to say I could do in a day. Right. Get up, meditate, read, you know, work out, do four <sighs> to six hours of writing, you know, whatever. Four to six. So I was like, I'm going to go for it. And then here was, here was how I, cause what gets in the way, right. With the, I'm going to do that is well, I won't be able to maintain it and that'll be depressing. So I might as well not try it all. Right. And I was like, all right, well, what if instead, and this is how I would trick myself. What if I was, you know, an angel came down. Okay. And said, if you can do it, if you can push yourself and do it tomorrow, you know, as you'd like to do it, I will make it effortless for you to do that forevermore. <gasps> okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Like if you, like if you do it, you break the spell. Yeah. You do it once. And you actually hunker down your, your reward. Your reward will be, it'll never be hard again. Is eternal. Okay. Oh my God. Imagine. No, that's a weird idea. And I don't know exactly what's going on there. I think it's that, you know, we all want guarantees, <laughs> right? And if someone said like, mm-hmm. if you do this, you can have it. You'd, you'd do it, I guess. Right. Or I mean, whatever. It's not, it's not a perfect example, but I sort of like, was like, you are capable. It's not like these things that you want to do. I guess it's like whatever, but I kind of like went for it and Mabel like woke me up with an aggressive bath, utter, you know, sandpaper bath. I don't know, seven thirty or something. And that's kind of, that's unusual. No, usually not the aggressive bath in the morning. So it was sort of like, I was like, Maybe Mabel knows knows what's going on and it's like time to get up. So cute. And I'm going to do it. Yeah. And like I sort of like went downstairs quietly and I read some spiritual literature. I meditated, mm. you know, mm. which I haven't done for How real long did in a you meditate time. for? I guess I'm so 20. Trapped on duration. I'm like, how many hours? <laughs> wow, 20. 20 is good. Unguided? Not that that makes it unguided. more real. I just, I'm curious. Yeah. No, yeah, unguided. Um, wow. unguided, just sitting with the breath and the mantra. I'm a whore with my calm app. Yeah. You know, just seeing the distractions as 
as, okay, this is, I'm coming to know myself, you know, that, that whole thing, like, like the distractions and recognizing them and having to return to the meditation. That's not a problem. That's not failing. That is the work. You know what I mean? I guess we just get bored of truth, right? Like, like we know that, uh, about meditation, the, the very point I just made and like, <laughs> thus it's a bore. We're not, truth is not interesting. No, it, it has it for a second. It has to be surprising. We know the truth. Always. Well, that's the utter laugh of seeking advice and basically why I don't do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've never heard you seek advice. It's incredible. Whereas I am begging, I am begging the tribunal every morning. What should I do? Help. Like, what's this? Do I, you know, about everything. And that's my process of growing up is needing to to do that less. And even though I feel that I do have a, a sense of self or know myself in some capacity, why am I constantly needing to pull the masses? Whenever we ask something, oh, right. And, right. you usually know, but you're just seeking reassurance. No, I know. And that, that makes me go, I mean, because I'm a sucker for when people ask, I mean, most people are, but when asked advice, it puts you in that role of, okay, let me see if I can pull out some wisdom and get to feel like you know something. I don't know. It's it's an interesting, I mean, do you find any value in that kind of um, cognitive behavioral therapy sort of type thing that's like, you know, what would you say to a friend oh, yeah. if they said that about themselves? I've said, I've done that little trick before and maybe like twice it made me feel better. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I don't know. I like that. So the idea, just to clarify, the idea is like, you're sitting there saying, you failed on this one thing, so you're shit and you don't deserve to live. If a friend told you that about themselves, you'd be like, no, actually, da 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 da, right? And you'd provide this counter argument. And so the idea is that you do that for yourself. Right. But the problem is when they go like, oh, was, what would you say to a friend? And you remembered saying that to a friend and, oh yeah, I talked them out of it, but that's only because I don't think they hold the same standards for themselves that I hold for myself, you know? And it's like, right. But there's another thing like that. Oh, you know what I cannot stand? And it keeps coming up is when they promise you that if you do something enough times, it'll start to become as easy as brushing your teeth. When I'm like, I struggle with uh, getting that done every day. <gasps> like that has never, the it's, oh, if you start a writing practice, you know, after a certain amount of time, it becomes... It's yeah. just, it's, it's like brushing your teeth. I'm like, so it's, it's hard. I question it every day. Um, Go to hell. I don't, I, I'm thinking of bringing my toothbrushing experience down into the realm of where my beauty stuff is that I do at night watching television. I think that might be the better way for me. There's something about standing there in the bathroom. To brush? That has, yes, I've gone, I've gone there and that helps what about a lot. The, I mean, my uh, greatest joy is to brush my teeth in the shower. Yes, I'm thinking similar to my misting. Ooh, maybe I should keep a secondary toothbrush in the shower. Ooh. Is that hygienic? I mean, I don't think it's any less hygienic than sitting on your counter. Arguably, it's more protected from the toilet and it splashes. I would keep it in a cup. Oh my God. So (laughs) flushing your toilet with your toilet seat up is like the equivalent of like guzzling a stranger's shit. Oh, the aerosols. By the way, mm-hmm. if I'm in an airplane bathroom, the place that I avoid more than any other place on earth, if I'm in there, mm. 
I mean, in one of the most industrial, forceful flushes. I haven't touched a single surface. And the idea that people are in there flushing without the toilet seat down, I mean, it's just unfathomable. Is the is the plan? And by the way, I'm sorry, but where is it going? I, I this is is it shot out into the air? Or did I imagine that we'd be covered in shit? We I think there, there's a chamber. No, I still can't believe that private business, not even the government. Okay, private business, which is you know airlines, Pugier. <laughs> okay, are allowed to fly into space just across our homes, and occasionally those planes crash and they land on people and their homes. The fact that that's okay. Yeah. 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 Very rarely, very occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that that's allowed, like that we, as when planes were ushered in, what? It's an option. <laughs> anything to make a buck doll. Oh, I accidentally bought some yeah. like, I said, anything almost to card make a buck. stock cream uh, colored printer paper. <laughs> I feel like a million bucks to have your writing on that. Ooh. Yes. Damn, what do you print? Wait, so do you write? Oh, see, this is the fantasy. This is why I miss, I miss everything that I once had. Um, an academic career, for example, the ability to read and write. Um, well, you were forced into it by school and then uh, you were forced into it. And then there are these moments. Writing and then printing it out and then reading it and marking up the paper. I mean, that is the best high. I miss that high of just. That result. I have to get a printer. And Help me. God, I love a printer in that way. I know I miss school. I know. My, I literally came across a thing about Foucault. Um, really? Like an essay I just, I saved. It was about Foucault, uh, Borges, and I'm trying to think who the third was. Which book specifically? Or but what? it was about like when language. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> when language Does it transcends thing. itself. Like, <laughs> I forget. I don't know. I have to dig it out. But little Derrida in there. Oh, absolutely. I remember one afternoon grasping Well, I remember you once said when the dairy dog took hold. And then never being the same. When it, when it took hold. Sailing on Adderall. I'm very interested. So did you take any Adderall? Okay, so this is really scary to me. So yesterday I woke up and I thought enough is a fucking enough. Yeah. I'm working today. I'm at least going to read a lot. I took half an Adderall, yeah. which is five milligrams. So it was a 10 milligram cut in half. And normally that five will have me soaring, will have me high, mm. soaring, focused, high. Um... It did almost nothing, which bring, brings me to my next point, oh, which really? is that I convinced myself it's a digestion issue. And then now you're on, now you're looking for colonics. Or I was like, why isn't this hitting? Like, and then, uh, last week I took a, I took a little piece of a weed edible. Well, exactly. Last week yeah. I took a little piece of an edible that was sent to us actually 1906. Um, this like peanut butter cup edible. And I like a very low dose. So I'll like something that maybe some people do as a single dose. I'll like do it over the course of three evenings or something. And I Those ate take part of it and like then felt nothing. Literally. And then three hours later was like really nice, I guess it pleasantly varies. stoned, like very still low dose, but felt it. Really though? No. For me, I feel like uh, I, I felt the delay, the delay was extraordinary for me where I was like, something's wrong with my digestion. You scheduled it? And before we go to break, I'll tease. You scheduled it. And Jacqueline, you just said it. Guess who's getting their first colonic <laughs> Sunday? I have no respect for the break. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we're back. And we're back. And so I, did so, you schedule it? So, I'm already feeling jealousy that like I've missed the chance. I thought you wanted us to be next to each other, clutching each other's hands. Always, always. But I think we know that's not possible. <laughs> I um got a couple of recommendations. Um, I then my a friend of mine goes to this woman mm-hmm. a lot, and she was like, "This is the woman." I go to her website. She's booked up for two months, honey. Oh my god. Okay. So she's which are, which got me, of course, so excited. Um, and then my friend, I was, my friend was like, I'll text her if you want and see if she can get you in. I go, please. I go tell her I have a, I have a podcast. Tell her I have a wellness podcast. Top 10 baby. Yeah. Yeah. I get a text. How about 7 45 AM on Sunday? No. And I go, I'll be there. <laughs> LA gravity colonic. Can't wait to report back. Oh my God. The gravity colonic thing about it is that, which is, I know very little, but what I've heard, by the way, I've already, of course, terrified my colon will rupture and I'll die on the table. I mean, I'm really pushing through some fear here, but the thing about the colonics that I've heard about through like my very limited reading on Ayurveda yes. or something is like, 
you want gravity to be the thing. Right. Like you want the water high up, right. like so it doesn't force like a lot of conventional modern colonics. Pump. It's like a hose. It's like a horizontal right. hose, and it's too forceful. You want gravity to be the, to be the thing, thing pushing it through. Right. Like a um, yeah, you don't want to be like power hose. Like one of those things you stick in plants that like waters them all the time. Those are globes, clearly gravity based. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a globe, and so. I already have my, I mean, can you believe the romance of that? I'm going on Sunday. So my big plan is to get it, you know, by, by nine o'clock I'll be cleaned out. And I have this fantasy of driving myself to the ocean and like, (laughs) (laughs) this is my big fantasy because it'll be the second. So it'll be the day, it'll be the new Mm -hmm. year. Essentially I'll, I'll uh, drive out to the ocean and I'll, um, you know, pick up a juice Mm -hmm. And I'll just walk the ocean. I'm being called to the sea. I'm being called to the sea lately in a way that I cannot ignore. So I know. Even though your fears of madness. You mentioned last week. The sea can make you mad. Driven mad by the sea. A mad woman. (laughs) Wouldn't it be nice to end life as a mad woman? Like, doesn't that seem like. Like a good idea. Screaming into the yes. night. Yeah, absolutely. Utter banshee-hood. Well, that my dream. Yeah, no, absolutely. To, to be rendered, I mean, madness is... Because you don't have to come back for, from it. Like at the end of your life, like like I remember someone I knew talking about just how they were just like... In. Yeah, like if they know they're going to die or like it's like really near the end or something or last like however long of their life. Or they're very old and they're like, I've only got a couple years left. Like they're just going to go to some beach and like just do heroin or something constantly or whatever. People always go to heroin. They're like, I'm going to do heroin. When I'm really oh, okay. Old. So like, this is not, I'm like someone really I knew said this. You. You're like, yeah, everyone says it. No, no. I've, I've heard that through the years. Yeah. I don't have that at all. I have like. Me neither. I have fantasies of, I always assume that that's when I'll go and it's so like cheap because it's like, that's when I'll go spiritual. That's when I'll become an absolute like meditative master. You know, and it's like I'll finally relax. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I feel like that's when the, all possible I'll have to remedy be to finally relax. is exhausted. So with it goes grief. Okay, this is a huge idea for me. I guess it's like Aristotle. Ooh, it's huge. It's huge. Okay, and and, and say it again. Say when, it again. When all possible remedy is exhausted, <laughs> so with it goes grief. Yeah. So no, I've heard that. I just have. It's yeah. like, and I don't have it exactly right, but the point is there, and it's like, it's like. You know, hell is when you still think you could do something. Oh, my God. Like, my cousin um, Jack had this thing about when we were, when our uh, grandfather was in hospice and and talking about the kind of, like, um, the relief or the the vibe at the, in hospice care, right, palliative care, whatever, Um, (laughs) that there's a piece there because there's none of the, what's the prognosis, doc, (laughs) energy, Death is guaranteed and just sort of like, I don't know. It just, it always made me laugh. Also, I think it's funny to say that they, um, something about the Roach Motel, you know, the Roach Motel, the Roach Motel is like a term for a certain set of roach traps, which I always thought, cause, and they say that the tagline was they check in, but they don't check out. Also true of, um, hospice. (laughs) Okay. Life. But I thought for years, I assumed those roach motels were actually big enough structures that a roach could fully climb in (laughs) and not leave. And I don't believe that's actually how they function. Well, that's what it sounds like. 
They just poison the I think, the and they carry it back to the others. Oh, my it's, God. It's really disturbing. Doesn't it, Can't you imagine human life without anything smaller than us, basically? Would be a lot more dignified. The fact that there's life on it every sounds, level is disgusting. The, there's also sadness. Well, I <laughs> I had that happen. I was doing I was doing a guided meditation, and it was like, go to your favorite place in nature. And I was like, couldn't oh my find God, one. My favorite place in nature. Like I started to of panic. Course. Yeah. And then I was like, and this is the and I was because th- this is the question, right? Go to your favorite place in nature. I'm like, I start to panic about choosing the right of place. It's this. No, it's that. It's the redwoods. It's the yeah. ocean. It's the like, and then I'm like, well, is this it? Like, is, is this my favorite place? And that is um, also the thing of like, what would you do at the end of your life? If you could, you know, go to the beach, try heroin, what I would do at the end of my life or that hypothetical issue for me is just constantly cycling through. What should I do? What should I do? And I'd want to cross-reference dinner. No, no, absolutely. No, you're, it's actually very easy. It'd be a dinner party. God, it'd be heaven. Waiting for the thing and just being um, like dinner party with a with a highly curated group. <laughs> well, of course, with no, that's no where one you I go don't next. know. The obsessiveness <laughs> about who you are leaving out, um, or, or rather, what I mean I is invite them. You gotta invite them. If you invite them, you gotta invite them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and you, I just it's very easy to see you in, in sort of a um, end times situation, like being fucking hard ass and being like. Like, it's so easy. Like, you have a hard ass in you that's like, they're not coming. <laughs> well, you know, like, I have this, like, thing. I shouldn't be delighted. It's just the delight at being seen, not that I'm proud of that quality. Yes. Well, like, well, like, no, no, it's hysterical. Like, I love when you're a hard ass. You know, play the hogs game. I always bring up it's not about good. me not bragging about some accolade, oh, yeah. some comedy accolade. You're oh, like, yeah. why have I seen nothing on Instagram? You got to play the hogs game. <laughs> that part of you. Mm-hmm. Is delightful. I sometimes lie around I, uh, thinking about how the word toxic comes out of your mouth in this way that's like, I don't know if it's California. It's like toxins, talk. It's like the <laughs> widest pronunciation of toxins. And I feel like it's, it's, really? a, it's representative <laughs> of almost like California's fear of toxins. Like it's like there's such a understanding that toxins are a thing and we have to watch out for them that it's like <laughs> your mouth is as wide as it could possibly be open just because it's a blunt truth toxins <laughs> yeah yeah i'm obsessed with the shape of words uh, oh i wrote down cater waiters seen by you did this come up oh i was talking about it with a friend that's what it was about um the stress of eating um you know like the cocktail hour at an event and mm-hmm. the food floating by on trays and and forging intimate connections with the with the people passing the food. Well, that's that's amazing. I mean, I and I and oh, I can't get enough of these. I mean, I always fall into that. I always fall into the trap of of well, I'm going to take two. Oh, and are you like, like performing? Or, you know, or, or I see or yes, making eyes. I'm not I'm one, not of, one of them. Like I, I was at a, I'm not one of them. I was at a very fancy wedding, <laughs> and there were past hors d'oeuvres, and I felt the need to you know, connect with the, with the, um, the, the, I, I, I felt the need to be like, particularly because it's this added uncomfortable, like there's this added deeply uh, uncomfortable element of everyone's unmasked except the people passing around the food. Right. Oh, right. And so Which they're is very, um, and then feels like dystopian hunger games. Oh yeah. They so, must be masked. Oh, yeah. So deeply disturbing. Yeah. And like, oh, finally, we can all just relax. We don't have to see the full face. 
they can finally just be reduced to pure service transfer just so it's a pure automation of hors d'oeuvre um that's so funny of the hors d'oeuvre you know it's like deeply haunting so i went overboard clowning and being like like, hey, you know, what's your like, name? I'm going to fly back to the Johnny? kitchen. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, per, like a patronizing level of interest in them? Yes, you know, exactly. It, it doubles. It becomes more like, offensive. It's more you? embarrassing. You know, like, tell me about your dreams. And do you have kids? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. actually, they just would rather perhaps get the job done in this scenario. Like, like it's as yeah. though your interest don't, is so valuable that to casually... It presupposes it's disgusting. Um, and I fall prey. But also, hey, I just like people. I like yakking them up. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, trying to sort of Pillsbury Doughboy them. You know, like they poke the belly and the Pillsbury Doughboy makes that like sound. And it's it's. Yeah. Who's doing that? Are, are they the, the Doughboy? The person that you're trying to yuck up. The person that you're trying to break through to yeah. get the. The, feel the connection with or whatever. But wait, I want to think more about. Ooh. Yeah. No, I was just going to talk about hors d'oeuvres Sorry, more. this is nothing. I just think I was thinking about being broken through, trying to break through. I actually recently had somebody that I couldn't break through. Um, mm. It was a cashier at Erewhon. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so subtle. Yes. But I Did just, you keep going? I, I gave a little something, nothing. I went, huh, Okay. I gave a little something more. There, there was like, I, I'm not kidding. It felt karmic. It felt past life. <laughs> there was immediately this thing of like you and I like this. And it's something I don't feel yes. often. It felt very unfamiliar and it felt very jarring. I was like, oh, this is historical. We have historical beef, this is right? Hysterical. And then this woman comes floating behind me and says to this cashier, hi, my love. No. How'd you and feel about like, her? What? And then my cashier I was like, get the fuck. I'm working here, lady. I'm trying to get this, trying to flip this guy. Hysterical. Hi, my love. And then they start having their little banter. And he's like, I love your jacket. And she's like, it's Dre's. No, it's Dre's Van Noten. Yeah, it's Dre's. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there, like, I'm standing there, flayed (laughs) out like a shrimp that's been deveined before it's cooked. Desperately (laughs) trying to appeal and appease to the mouth of the receiver. Let me devein myself and I shut for down. you. When, Let me dip myself in cocktail I shut sauce down. to make it easier for you to accept me. And I had to get out. I had to get out. But wait, I think this is something that you've mm-hmm. said to me that, or what's the belief? I forgot whose idea it is, but that mm-hmm. it's like a reincarnation thing or a something thing about how everyone that you ever meet, like you've only ever met them or something. Like everyone that you mm. encounter in your life like there is no one. Do you know what I'm saying? Is this something like? Well, it sounds. We're, we're, we all you like like early like Neanderthals mm-hmm. only knew like twelve people. Like tw- like it was like maximum twelve people you would you would ever encounter in your life, which is a unbelievable idea. Mm. Like 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 we're sort of meant, perhaps, to roam in these very small humans. Right? Are highly, what's the word? What's the more elevated word than click? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like humans are intensely, um, oh my God, how did language form? That's when I start losing well, my how mind. Did language go, how form the fuck did language form? It's been the question since childhood. <laughs> okay, because I always picture, and I have a location for it's this in my crazy. mind. It's crazy. So like as a kid, so this obsession with like words, it's like as a kid what this took the form of is I always imagined 
And I guess because I was having this thought in my bedroom, then it took this image took place in my hallway because that's still where I go in my mind. The hallway of, of my house growing up is where I picture this yeah. meeting of people like like almost like but not having words, but being like, OK, we got to get some words. OK. And and what would be like the <laughs> first ones that, and how would they get there without any words? That's so. So so. It's like yes, you have to yes. start with something. Like if there was no language, you know, what's the first concept? What's the first like division? Is it is it I, you know, sorry, is it is it I and you? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like I and no, you? I versus you. Like is it is the first yes. word no, tapping I thou. oneself? It's the, it's I thou the, boober. Yes. I right? think so. But then who did I who who told me this? That like the first poetry Who's like the first, there's like a poet who's a woman who's like the first one to say I. Oh. Seems too good to be true. Do you mean the first one in poetry to the say per, The first reference to I in in poetry mm. or potentially maybe right. extends beyond poetry and just means like <laughs> and narrative, then that written word. The rest know. of us. That birthed yeah. <laughs> entire civilization of I. Well, that's the, you know, the Martin Buber, I thou. That's what I started to say. I said Boober, and then I was like, wait, is it oh, Boober or is it Heschel? Shit, I didn't even heard you. No, it's Boober. Okay. I said Boober and then and then I wasn't yeah, that's the I that one. I would kill to go back to college with you. <sighs> we could do it. We could take one of those Can great someone courses please together. Take us in? I really Imagine want to. I, I, I demand I, I need the rigor. I enough is a fucking enough. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> well, what you're doing, what what it's like is and sometimes the only way to I like, can't. It's the opposite of the thing of, okay, I'm going to try to just live perfectly. It's like, let me drive myself into the hell. Like, okay, I'm going to eat seven jars of peanut butter so that I can finally be free of peanut butter. Like I'm going to make myself sick Ooh, on peanut butter. Right, and then what right. I find is that yeah. it doesn't actually happen. Like maybe you're sick of it for like a day, but she comes back ready to go pretty quick. Well, I've done that with social media yes. when I'm avoiding work or something. And so I go, I'm scrolling. I go five more minutes and then I go, you know what? Fuck it. Go for it. You hog. <laughs> go drink, drink the poisonous well. Right. Go. As though it'll force you out. And on I the go, other side. okay. And I'm in it and I go, great. I feel like years can pass <laughs> you know? though. Like, like with these, these peanut butter dreams. Okay. Where it's like, <laughs> where I'm, do where I'm in the phase of let's make myself sick of peanut butter. You know, I'm, I'm doing that for, um, I remember this thing. I can't remember where this is from. It was just someone's story or I read it or whatever, but it was, oh, I think I know. I think it was a friend's dad caught smoking Oh yeah, and they go smoke the whole pack. Better. No, I know that one. The force to sm them? smoke the whole pack. Eat them. I think they had yeah. to soak them in water and then eat them. I actually think I'm combining two stories. No. But I feel like even that, like every time I've smoked a cigarette, like, you know, after years of not smoking one and I have one and it's like, it's like sort of horrible, but then like you could push through in one second. It's just the promise of rock bottom mm. and, and thinking you're at rock bottom on a, on a given thing and not being there is like, you know, hell. Like I just, it's like, I don't believe that I'll bounce back up as high unless I've gone super low. Like, you know, you have to, like, if I, right. if I'm a ball, if I bounce myself, if I throw myself yeah, to the ground yeah. really hard, I'll bounce back up higher. No, there's something, there is an undeniable truth in there. But then, but, but, huh. but then What's the you come flying <laughs> up and it's too, it's too like forceful. You go back, you go back down, down with down the same force. Just, you know, steady, yeah. steady 
steady cumulative, you know, growth is really hard for me to believe. And me too. I don't fucking buy it, but I know it's, it's real. I know it's it's real, and I've like I've you know what I've fallen. I'm sorry, but I've fallen off athletic greens. Why? Greed. Okay. I'm furious. I'm resentful. <laughs> My eyes. I feel like I just had this reaction. To okay. That. I'm. I'm. Fu- well, I just. I just became. No, my greed was not about like you fell the off cost and then you exactly, got angry. but like, like the extent to which we've pushed them. I'm like confused why I've run out and <laughs> no more has appeared at the door. And I say that. Right. I say that because you know who has been amazing. And I want to say Austin River Riders, but their name is Ranch Rider Spirits. Or no, yeah, Austin Ranch Rider Spirits. Okay, they have just consistently, with every mention, been like, let me send some more, okay? They're always ready to send more. Hoping that a pallet will I wonder if the pallet after. will arrive. If I, I'm going to look, but, but I just, I appreciate that. I appreciate not being shamed into, you know. So anyway, I'm like, however, at the same time, a big principle of mine that I stand by strongly is that you don't do something for someone and then after the fact get to act like um, they owe you. Like that is absolutely not yeah, fair. Yeah, of course. I cannot stand no. someone doing the dishes, you know, before you arrive in the room and acting like you don't do the dishes when they just, you know, flew forward and, and did it. Like when you would have been willing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I really don't like... Like one time someone offered to, I would go to this shop with these crystals, like, like every day for a while or weekly. Cause I, my therapist at the time was nearby. And so it became part of the ritual. They had a wonderful crystal sort of bar and, um, you know, I'd look at the crystals and read metaphysical books, whatever. And, and sort of that was before and after the therapy. And I got really into it and I was really into the stone, the Moldavite one, right? That, oh yeah, you love Moldavite. Yeah, because like all the crystal books, they were like, and the things they're like, Moldavite. Like this one girl was like, "That's a silvery one, right?" I can't even hold. No, it's green. It's like bottled glass oh, green. Oh, apologies. Yeah. And I got one for my co- cousin once, or I told her to get it, and then someone threw it out. They thought it was a dried up raisin. <laughs> okay, but if you hold it up to the light, you could see the green. Anyway, so I was really into it because I had a couple things, um, like this one guy who I think was who was on TV shows where he was hunting for ghosts and stuff. He was like, yeah, I held a piece of Moldavite and like every energy in my body stood up. (laughs) And then this other girl said she couldn't, um, she couldn't hold Moldavite without throwing up. (gasps) Like it was so powerful. I know it's hysterical, right? I I love it. Yeah. I love it too. Someone there offered to drill uh, a little hole in it for me so I could put it on a chain and this was someone who worked there and they just offered it like, like a friend, like, Oh, look, I drilled a hole in mine. You know, you know, I can do it for you. I have the right drill at home, whatever. And, you know, and I was like, really, you know, like, you know, when you do like that kind of thing, like, really, are you sure? Like, I mean, that'd be great, but you know, no pressure to do it kind of thing. And they insist in this way that to me makes it clear that they're doing it for free other than the cost of goods. So then she's like, I could include a, copper chain. Okay. And I'm like, yes. And I'd be happy to pay for oh. that. Obviously. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to want to put it on the chain yourself. And then she appears one week and she's like, I did it. I had bought the Moldavite myself, you know, and she gives it to me. And then she's like, I asked myself, I looked into my heart and said, what, what does this cost? And I'm thinking, you know, $150. 
<laughs> no. Yeah. And, uh, and what? It really annoyed me Separate because. Separate of the cost of the Moldavite. So just for the labor it, and the chain? Yes. I bought the Moldavite like from the store separately. She wasn't the owner of the store. She was just like a pal, essentially, you know, because I would go in there all the time. And no, you have to talk up front about cost. Always. And, and if that's why you have to be, if you think you're getting something for free. Always. And you've seen this with me. Like you have to be goddamn explicit and really check. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I was like willing to accept I'll pay for the, the copper chain. Like, so it's like very clear that that's what I'm saying I'll, I'll pay for. Mm. And then she started saying like, well, you know, it was harder to drill than I thought it was going to be. Okay. And it's like, that's why you establish a cost <laughs> up front and you ask for half up front Absolutely. and do a check-in in the middle yeah. of like, if this is a. Or you say, I'm not sure exactly how much, but it's probably going to be, you know, at least this or in the ballpark of that. Yeah. There was, there was, Come it on. was absolutely pitched as a. What did you do? What the hell did you do? You know, I, I'm trying to remember. Because in that moment, you either you either emotionless go, okay. Right? I know it's, it's interesting it. because. Oh. Well, one, I mean, one, I would have never have done it <laughs> if she said, "If you want to give never. me 150 dollars, you know, or or if you want to for for a for a cost, I'd be happy to donate do to the charity of your choice." For you. oh, I never would have made that choice obviously. And uh, you know, I don't know, some people might. So I, I definitely didn't just pay because I, I really, it was dead clear. It was like, in my opinion, the moment she realized it was harder work than she anticipated, right. To do this thing for free, you know, that she offered to do as a favor, essentially that moment is the moment where you stop and you reach out, you email me or whatever. And you say, I realize this is actually going to be more work than <laughs> you know, than I thought. So if you want me to continue and go ahead with it, I would do it, but I'd, I have to be paid for it or something. Right. And I could then decide, you know, and if, if I sound like the asshole, it's because I, I go hard with this stuff. I get very literal, um, you know, about how business should be conducted because I have to go there to offset this guilt and feeling like I did something wrong. I'm, I mean, it really, it's really hard because it's, it's really hard, um, to have this happen. <laughs> so wait, so, so you paid I don't think it. so. I think I, and that's why I'm like hesitating to say it. Cause I'm worried. Like people think I'm an asshole, but out. I think I was yeah. like, I no, was like, of course not. you know, I, I thought you were doing this for free. Um, if you realized it was going to be more work and you didn't want to do it for free, you know, I would have expected you to let me know that so I could decide whether or not I wanted to pay you for this labor. It's tough. And then you, and then I feel like that's kind of when the going to that store ended for me. <laughs> yeah, no, you can never return. You absolutely can never return commerce and then being banned from certain places. Um, a dear friend of mine talks about how he forged a relationship with the person selling granola at his local <laughs> farmer's market. And it, they started chatting and it became a thing where the granola and he bought the granola and it was delicious. And the next week, my God, the granola is amazing. He buys it again. He was happy. He felt obliged that every Sunday he had to buy oh, it because wow. they had this little friendship going. And then he, he started to truly be like, I'm gaining weight. He was like, I can't be eating this granola every day. And so he was like, I have to stop. And he was so overwhelmed, how to do it. terrified to walk by. How do you walk by the granola stand? 
and making that first moment that I think he just stopped going to the farmer's market. That was so funny because it's like, oh, so it was a farmer's market and that was a single stand. Okay, that's yeah. really loaded. Like I struggle with at the farmer's market. Yeah, because when you run past, like I forged a connection with a green, with a, with a bitter greens woman <laughs> and I, and, and everyone goes, she's tough. Good luck. No. Try cracking her. And I, I wore her down. That is and then hysterical. And I got, I got the laugh. I got the smile. Next thing I know. The ice queen is mine. Oh my God. And then COVID hit. I did all that work and then COVID She'll hit. She'll remember you. Because if you're a block yeah, of ice. Yeah, I mean, I, I, should, I should pray. You don't forget. <laughs> yeah, you don't you forget. You and you go, yeah. holy shit, there's that flame. Like, literal. Ooh. There's that fire that burned me down once. <laughs> D- dying for it again. I can't move past a cart that I've glanced at the goods without performing on my face that I appreciated, understood, and will definitely be coming back for, but for whatever context yeah, well, today, uh, they're not yeah. right for me. And that's, it's just exhausting. So then it ends up being. It's so much work. It's a huge theater. I mean, that's why people go to the <laughs> to farmer's perform. market is for theater. Yeah, no, t- truly to perform. I mean, it is the only public theater we have left. Um, okay. We have to wrap up. Um, Are I mean, you joking? I feel like we just got started. I know. Um, we do have a special little thing this week, which we have um, John Early has sent in a voice oh, yeah. memo that we will play in regard to the Meyer Lemon Marmalade. Slippery slope here. Slippery slope here. If, if, uh, if you know, if we start letting him offer con- contradictions via messages that get to go at the end, <laughs> then I'm going to do it too. You, you know, you think I don't listen to our, yeah. our episodes and, and want to make corrections, you know? But he's very reasonable. Well, stay tuned at the end for, stay tuned at the end for a special message from John. It's New Year's Eve tonight. I can't believe it. Do you believe in, um, even if you don't have any due to Omicron, I will be um, doing essentially nothing. Um, Do you believe in getting dressed up? Oh yeah. I, I love, I love, I love that there's even less pressure than usual. And oh, I've yeah. ordered some ingredients to make a classic seven-layer mm. dip. Um, I'll be substituting ground beef Ooh. for the beans, even though the beans are probably <gasps> my favorite part just because, I don't know. Keto, I'm going to make a cake. Mm. And then I ordered in, oh shit, I wonder if they arrived. I ordered in more Ranch Rider from like a, oh, it says it's out for delivery. Oh, order complete. Okay. From where? From like a wine store that happens to stock. I got Tequila Paloma, Reposada Tequila Jalapeno Ranch, hard sparkling water. Yeah. Ranch Rider yeah. Ranch Water. No, I, 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 the call is officially out to hard seltzer companies. So let's be clear. I just want to hit on a few New Year's things really quick, if that's all right. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Which are much New like Year's we said Eve. last year at this time, which by the way, can you believe it? That we now are at a place where we can refer to last year. Last year's up. I know. Because remember we had an ep about like resolutions and, you know, not, not doing it, not doing them. Not I think it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. This morning I thought about that. I was like laying awake, staring, caressing my pillow, refusing to look at my phone, trying to be like, what if I just notice this pillow and notice the folds in the fabric? And, um. I was thinking no reservations. I mean, fuck, I was thinking no resolutions. Yeah, no, I, I, I will not drive myself up. I mean, I, I experience every day in that way, you know? So for me to just treat, for me to suddenly be forced into the fresh notebook page of a new year and feel that pressure of like, don't ruin the notebook, oh. but it's the year with ugly handwriting. 
Oh, I just started tearing through a, a, a precious notebook that I've been like, oh, I can't write in that one. I just yes. started writing in and I started being like, fuck it. And even like a few lines and I go, guess yes. what? I'm turning the page. I don't need to be so diligent about filling every, you know, every inch. Absolutely not. And, um, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, to take, I just, I can smell the sunburst, whatever raspberry from Bath and Body Works, the shower gel from the nineties that like me and my friends got and like, you know, I'm that, and she didn't use it cause she was afraid of it running out. And it's like, no, take that bottle, <laughs> open the little cap, yeah. you know, flip it, turn it over your head Dump. and just squeeze. Yeah. Okay? Oh, that, and that's what I'm learning to do. I think about you with my hoarding of, of with my fear. Well, it becomes that thing of like, it's not inherently wasteful if it's, um, the way you want to enjoy it, you know? But anyway, we sail into a new year and I refuse, um, we sail into a new year to treat it as a new, as the fresh page of a new journal. My life is a very, very long and thick journal. And no, this is just another day. God bless you for saying that. I feel the same. Thank you for giving language to that, which I could not articulate. Love you. I love you. Um, happy new happy year. Hags. Year. See you soon. I need to start again. Talk to you later. Talk to you at midnight. Absolutely. Right. Love, Love you. you. Bye. This is a voice memo that is to be played on the next episode of Poog. Um, I have not heard the episode in which my Meyer Lemon Marmalade was mentioned, um, but I have inquired and I found out that it was not acknowledged that the Meyer Lemons themselves came from my Meyer Lemon Dwarf tree in my own yard. And I've also heard that there is um, suspicion about whether or not the jars were shelf safe and they were properly canned in boiling hot water. Their se- the seals became concave. And I did a canning, I did a te- I did the test where you lift up the seal with your fingers. Every single jar passed the test. Yeah, if you haven't opened yours yet, it can stay on the shelf for a year. It should preferably be stored at room temperature in a dark place. Also, it's Dermalogica, not Dermatologica. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.